Welcome to the Falling Skies cast, the first podcast dedicated to Falling Skies on TNT. Hello, welcome back to the Falling Skies cast. I am Jimmy and Georgia, your host, as always. And we're back to talk a little bit of Falling Skies. And as you're probably well aware... There's really not much news out there this off season. We've gone roughly six months since the last episode aired back in August of 2012. It's now February of 2013. There were a few casting news. I think we might even have covered a couple of these last year that we may have talked about as the hiatus was first beginning. And uh, I know we may touch on those things real briefly here this episode. But really don't have much to talk about. I had a pretty good discussion going over on the Facebook group and on Twitter just a few days ago about what should TNT be doing to retain interest in this show. And there's really not much. The only real bit of news since our last episode, personally, that I feel, because they haven't announced when the season starts, even though as far as we know, it'll probably be Father's Day um, once again. And that would put us out in 117 days, 23 hours, and... 54 minutes or so from where the time I'm recording right now. Uh, the most news we've seen quite a while, really, was from about a week ago, I guess it was, originally posted by Collider. Drew Roy, a.k.a. Hal Mason, was out at the VES, the Visual Effects Society, award show, and he actually talked a little bit about some stuff coming up for Season 3. talked about Doug Jones playing that new alien we saw at the end of Season 2, he talked a little bit you know, about filming and such like that. Um, one thing he said there, and I guess I'll make throw this in at the end because it was kind of a spoiler warning possibly. I don't know for sure, but he actually gave a, a name to that character. So um, we'll, we'll throw that in at the end just in case that's legit and uh, could could very well be. I don't know. Um, I feel like it's probably something he shouldn't be out talking about at award shows personally, but hey, at least it's something, and uh, I'm glad that there's that. So thanks to Collider for posting that. Also, thanks for Spoiler TV for reposting that, and thanks to CO984Life on the Twitter for uh, tweeting us that story. So that's good stuff. Okay, we're going to get into a little bit of stuff from Facebook and from the webpage and stuff here. One thing I mentioned a few minutes ago, we had a post over on Facebook, and I said, what do you think TNT should be doing to maintain interest in hashtag Falling Skies over these long breaks? Well, first of all, Chuck says, no breaks. Lucia, I guess is how you say that, says, season three, we need season three. Tom chimes in and says, I wish they'd interact with the fans and social media sites like they did during last year's break. Last year we were very involved, but this year... It's like they've gone into lockdown and forgotten us. I suppose it's necessary to keep the surprise that Peter Shinkoda's character, Die is actually still alive. It's winky face, <laughs> which would be nice. Thanks, Tom, for that message there. Pauline says, reduce the size of the breaks. Again, <laughs> no breaks. Brian says, we want Falling Skies. We want Falling Skies. We are having Falling Skies withdrawal. Gail agrees with Tom. She says, I love that, Tom. I think he is, too. Um, I want him to die to be alive. Nicole says, backstory webisodes. It'd be nice to see how everyone was before the invasion. Thanks, Nicole, for that. Tamara says, I agree with Tom. So people like what Tom says. <laughs> Very much. Thanks, Tom. Um, also, I think the one thing I chimed in here a couple times, I really kind of like how The Walking Dead is going with their seasons right now. The first season, it was only six episodes. Very short season. It was almost like a mini-series. Last year, I think it was 12 episodes. 
until it was like six and six. And then this year they upped their order to 16 episodes and they were eight and eight. I think it is this, this, this go around. So there was a, about a two month, yeah, about a two month break in between first half and second half of the season. And that stretches the season, even though it's only 16 episodes over the course of, it stretches the season over the course of six months instead of four months. And so if on this guys say they only made 12 episodes a year, and they took a break in the middle and, and aired the other, like they did six episodes, took, took a two month break and did the other six episodes. Well, that's, that's three, that's four months of the year instead of two months of the year. And that leaves us with an eight month break instead of a 10 month break. But, and, but at least, <laughs> at least during the season, it feels like there's not such that basically 10 months with nothing. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I, I feel like that's just a dumb idea. Personally speaking, like shows like the revolution show from NBC right now, it went off the air, I guess, in de- November, maybe early December, and it's not going to come back for like another month. There's no way ratings are going to be good for that. Um, the show Smash just came back after being off for almost a year. You know, it was on from like February to May of last year, and it came back, and the ratings were very, very poor con- compared to last year's season finale, and very just awful compared to the premiere originally of season one. So I think these long breaks... People now don't have the attention span, don't aren't as invested in these little shows, and I think I think they're really shooting themselves in the foot. And I think with this show, say The Walking Dead, and it's not for everyone. Not everyone's going to be into a, a zombie show, a horror show, if you really will. I don't think it's a horror show personally, but its ratings have continued to grow, which is really unusual for TV shows. Occasionally that happens. I mean, you get something like maybe The Office in the first couple of years that really struggled. No one really knew about it. And it took to season two and season three for it to get you know its popularity up. Seinfeld was on the air for several years. They were trying to find their niche and their night and their time slot. And they finally built an audience, became one of you know, those popular shows on TV. That doesn't happen very often. I mean, The Walking Dead started out popular and has become more and more popular i mean quite honestly with falling skies i wouldn't be surprised if this year this summer the ratings are, are down they were down for season two i wouldn't be surprised if they were even more more so down and so i really feel like tnt's missing the whole boat here um right now not doing anything i'm, I'm sure like we were i think robert from three by space and i were talking on twitter not too long ago and he was saying that they should announce the dvd blu-ray sets pretty soon which is something um, but that probably still won't come out until like you know, a few weeks or a month before the season three starts. At some point, probably last year, I think it was March, they announced the actual premiere date. And so we're getting to that point of the year where almost tour news will be coming out. But I don't think, I don't think that's enough. I really don't. I know last year they had the, the comics. I'm not sure when that started, but I feel like it was before now. And I'd have to go back and look at everything. I feel like some of Pope's stuff was going on maybe by now. I don't know, but I feel I just feel like they've just been silent for way too long. There needs to be something out here, behind the scenes, videos, something, something. Uh, granted, uh, a video with Drew Roy on Collider is great. Like I said, it's the first news I've seen in quite a while, but. They, they need to have something more. Anyway, I'll get off my, my little soapbox here, get back to what some of the people over on Facebook had to say. And if you haven't found us on Facebook, I'll go ahead and mention this. I didn't mention this before. We are at facebook.com forward slash falling skies cast. And you can chime in like Tamara did. And she, uh, after I made my comment about the Walking Dead model short season broken into two parts, um, Tamara said that works too. And then... Um, I made a comment again. They need something via social media for the, you know they're either on their own websites or, or something coming out regularly. Tom says I like your idea of a broken up short season, but I think they need to do more than ten episodes. Twelve would work, 
and yes, social media, uh, which would which they know how to do because they did the heck out of it last year. Wendy says, I love to follow on Twitter. I just wish Will Patton was on because I'm going through serious withdrawals. Also, Harold says, when are they coming back? So I put I put a little note on there. It says probably about four more months. Beth says, how about some news? Any news? Small spoilers behind the scenes. It really isn't um, smart to take for granted that the fans will remain interested. Um, Justin says... Look at what they're doing with The Walking Dead. And then, I'm not sure what word this is supposed to be, but apparently Justin thinks that the people at TNT are slack. And then, Catriona, I guess how you say this next one? I'm not sure. She says, agree. If you check out Tumblr, you can nearly track the interest declining. And then, honestly, I, it feels like it would naturally decline. You know, after months and months and months, at this point it's been over six months, with very little news, very little anything, interest would have to decline. I know me personally, I've been real busy, so I haven't been very active this off-season as far as podcasting goes. This is the first podcast I've even attempted to record of any sort in about two months. Uh, as you, some of you may know, I was trying to do a, a Supernatural podcast there for the fall season. I'd started to, to rewatch, and then I said, hey, why not jump into season eight? And that didn't really work out very well, just with my schedule, especially during the once we get near Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff, I was working late a lot. Um, just a really busy time for my wife at work. And so it, it just didn't work out for me to continue to do that um, as I had kind of hoped to. And so it's fun for me to get back here and get behind the mic and talk. I wish I had more things to to say. I felt like I'm being a, a sourpuss here or something. I'm not trying to be. I'm just uh, kind of frustrated that TNT just hasn't been doing a very good job promoting their, their show. Like me, I'm promoting their show for free. I'm not getting paid. Um, the only thing I've ever gotten is a couple of screener copies of things, you know, a press kit. <laughs> it's not like I'm on their payroll or anything here. And I've, you know, I've not that I have these super long episodes here on my, my podcast. They're usually fairly short, but you know, it, it takes a lot of work to do some research, to sit down and record, to edit, to post, to tweet about, to Facebook about, to blog about whatever. You know, I have spent a lot of hours apart from watching the show you investing in this thing. I want it to be successful. I want people to, to find out about it, to like it, to, to follow it, to, you know, help it do better. And I feel like they're kind of dropping the ball here. You know, I really think season three should be great. I thought season two was better than season one. And I, I hope that trend will continue that they, you know, really know where they're doing now. The uh, new showrunner for season two is on ball. You know, he, he got things going and then he had his second season under his belt and didn't have that learning curve. He just jumped right in on top of things. So I really feel like season three should be great. And I hope I hope that it is. So anyway, that's the main thing I want to talk about from Facebook. We did have a few people respond to these statements as well over on Twitter. And again, if you haven't found us on Twitter, we are at twitter.com forward slash the falling skies. And I always say this, and this mostly because... Twitter has their little limitation. I think it's 14 characters in Falling Skies cast. Unfortunately, it doesn't fit there, which isn't the way I would like it. So over on Facebook on the 13th of February, a few days ago now, I posted my post, and that goes over to Twitter. And then we had several people respond to that post, same same as uh, we were just talking about, just over on Twitter. And going back, and we're going to start there with at 
GH underscore Schuster from over at the Falling Skies blog. And he says, the short answer is anything at all. Again, my post was, what do you think TNT should be doing to maintain interest over these long breaks? So thanks, Gregory, for chiming in there. Also, James says, <laughs> this is kind of funny. I was like, I posted a tweet that said, if TNT keeps the Father's Day tradition, Season premiere, we're only four months, four days away. And James says, only, question mark, really. He didn't say really, but that's kind of how I read that. Stephanie at 09StephE tells us, give us some teasers, behind the scene photos, or some hints of the storyline for season three. Smiley face. At Snowwolf1313 says, get the DVD out. Love Noah and Pope and the leader of the second mass. And then Iotron on Twitter reminded me that this is one of those bits of news that has come out in the last few months. Falling Skies is prominently featured on Amazon Prime Video, and they should be picking up new viewers as long as they keep it there. I've had Amazon Prime maybe four or five years now, maybe longer than that. It's been several years anyway. And, you know, as they go along, they keep adding new things. Uh, one of the things they added not too long ago um, was basically a Netflix-type service where you can watch television shows and movies as a part of your Prime membership. And the main catch there was you get two-day shipping for free. Um, so, you know, today I ordered a couple things for my wife. They'll be here Wednesday. It's a very handy service to have. Um, and I use it a lot. I used to use it a little bit more than I have lately. But anyway, Amazon Prime Video, you go on the Xbox, go on my phone, go on my iPad, whatever. You pull it open and Falling Sky Season 1 and Season 2 is prominently featured there. It's one of the main things. It's one of the featured things. And as far as I know, it is a uh, an exclusive deal they've made where that's the only place you can stream that. In that way, you can pay, you know, a fee and, and download it from iTunes. This is what I did for season one, you know, that type of thing. But to actually stream it, you can't do it on Netflix or Hulu, um, but you can do it on Amazon Prime members. Um, can do it on Amazon Prime Video. So that that is some good news. And so if you're out there, you have Amazon Prime, you didn't realize it, can uh, watch those for free. And there's lots of other shows on there: Twilight Zone, Downton Abbey, all sorts of stuff. A lot of the stuff that is ever on Netflix, and then also things that aren't, like say. The Star Trek films, for instance. There's a couple Star Trek films on Netflix. I think pretty much all of them, it's minus the newest one, are over on Amazon Prime Video. So, anyway. Also, back on the Twitter, some more responses to my, my post. At MSDUSA says, How about a new tradition, such as a longer season? At J-R-O-L-S-M-A. <laughs> Jarosma, I don't know. Says, More of the comics with Dark Horse. Very good point there those are a pretty fun little prequels we got a little glimpse of what happened a few months before the show in the first year and the second year we got to see this battle of Pittsburgh they kept referencing in the show you know we never actually saw the battle on tv but we did you know pick up some of the information about that there in the web comic and then snow wolf 1313 chimes back in says i think the leader of second mass weaver should have a friend one that sparkles and glows sexy and funny and haish she would give the show a new light so that's interesting. And then Christy Ark says, series of commercials, short little serials of side stories, unknown members of the second mass interacting with main characters. So like webisodes, I guess. And that was kind of the end of our discussion, I guess, from everyone over on Twitter and Facebook. But yeah, if you're out there, you have some ideas, send them to TNT. I mean, I would love to, to have, you know, some more things. Maybe we should get together and demand some things from TNT. And, you know, social media, that's one good thing about it. We can actually reach out to people and say, hey, there is a demand for some more information, for something, for some kind of teaser, some kind of 
um, commercial, something, to maybe if enough of us actually reached out to either on Facebook or on Twitter or something, maybe they will respond in some form or fashion and actually put out something. Um, who knows? <laughs> so one of the few things I, I did, I guess it was last month, I did make a few little small posts over on the website, which is something I, I've been trying to get back in the habit of doing, is actually writing a little bit. Uh, not that you can tell it from my websites. Uh, I was a journalism major for a while. I have worked on like two college newspapers and then actually the local paper here uh, for a while uh, back in my college days. And so <laughs> I like writing. I just usually don't take the time to do it. So there's a couple posts there from uh, kind of mid-January, about a month ago, called Falling Skies, A Game of Risk, and then uh, The New Species of Extraterrestrial on Falling Skies. And so just a few little brief thoughts and theories and stuff. I don't know. I'll, I'm not much for scripts. I uh, I kind of just talk when I do these things. If you've listened to the shows, I think you probably can tell the difference uh, <laughs> when I'm just talking and when I'm reading things. But I, I guess maybe we will. Kind of just real quickly. These are real short. It won't take but a minute. But A New Species of Extraterrestrial on Falling Skies was the first post. So I guess we'll start there. Season 2 of Falling Skies ended with the arrival of a new species of extraterrestrial. What will it mean for the ragged band of survivors in Charleston? Has a new ally or new enemy arrived? The answer to that question is sure to be shaped to things to come for the second mass. From the few seconds of screen time, this species reveals a space suit slash body armor complete with helmet um, that was reminiscent of Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe, maybe with a little bit of Batman. Perhaps the alien is a warrior species, whereas the Isfani, I think that's how you say that, I've never been very good at that word, aka the overlords or the fish heads, um, <laughs> were slavers bent on conquering planets. From the brief comments from Ben Mason in the season finale, it does appear that the second master destroyed a weapon intended to stop this alien from reaching Earth. The old adage says that an enemy of my enemy is a friend. Perhaps Tom Weaver and the rest of the second mask can work with this new warrior species of aliens to begin to reclaim the Earth. And I'm just speculating there that it's a warrior species, by the way. Adding another group of ETs to Falling Skies will likely create more drama and expand the Mysterious Mythos into a larger universe. Perhaps season three, we will have we will see many more revelations about the fish heads, the skitters, and as well as this new species. Also, on Saturday a few weeks ago, I posted Falling Skies, a game of risk. A lot of times when I have the little podcast going, I don't really analyze things a lot. I've noticed uh, I, mostly there's uh, you know recaps and speculation here, just a smidge, and then we'll talk about the different little segments I've come up with, whether it be a quote or history or whatever. There's not a lot of, of speculation or analysis, quite honestly, usually. And so that's kind of what I guess I was trying to do a little bit here. So anyway, Fallen Sky is a game of risk. During the initial invasion, the motherships, air quotes, brought millions of skitters to Earth and they quickly killed 90% of the population. And, and as we learn from the very first part of the show where the kids are talking over their drawings, you know. This is when some Falling Skies mythos that isn't touched on in the show all that often begins. Those motherships and skitters left the planet, presumably to conquer and enslave another world. This is part of the story that only has been mentioned a couple of times. This strategy of bringing a large force and destroying your enemy's defenses and leaving a much smaller force behind to maintain control seems to be a basic military strategy. It is also the strategy many of us use while playing the board game Risk. These overlords, or perhaps their rulers, are playing an intergalactic game of domination. From what we've seen on the Earth, they play this game well. The new species of aliens may bring some risk cards to the second mask and provide some much-needed reinforcements. If not, the second mask and the rest of humanity may be wiped off the map. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. 
I like Risk. If you if you haven't really ever played that, I honestly never really played that one growing up. Uh, it wasn't until recent years um, with my my wife's family, uh, we played a few times out visiting you know, them um, out in Texas and some other places. And, you know, some different parts of the family live, and uh, I've had a good time with that. And I've also bought the game on the iPad. But yeah, that's what I do when I'm playing Risk. I'll amass a big army. Say if I control South America, I'll have a big army where Brazil is, and I have another big army. Say if I get into like Mexico, I'd, you know, those would be my two places I'm trying to protect. And then the other couple of spots in South America, I'll just have like one guy there just holding that that piece of property. And so you know that's kind of that's the way I play, and I think that's probably the way most people play. And then as you can tell, you take say if I had this huge army, I go and I take over Africa. I'll leave a as much as I can around that top border of Africa, the biggest number of people in those spots and still be able to take over them. And so I kind of do feel like that's what happened here. They brought a huge force in here, just overwhelmed us, killed almost everyone, and then they withdrew. Like we've heard about the motherships, I think maybe twice. It hasn't been mentioned. I know I brought up a few times on the podcast. We really haven't heard about the motherships all that often. And like the kids may be exaggerating, but I think they say millions and billions of skitters or whatever. So it gives us the impression they were everywhere. And so I definitely kind of feel like, again, this is the game of risk. And so <laughs> the risk cards, if you aren't familiar with those, every round that you play, if you take over another territory, you get a card. And then as you get three different cards, you can trade those in for basically army units. And then as the game goes along, the the more times people trade in those cards, the more units you get. And so by the end of the game, if a lot of people have traded in those cards, you could have huge numbers of reinforcements that come in all at once. And so anyway, that's kind of the way risk goes. Now, as far as a little bit of other news, this was from back in uh, October. So I guess we haven't officially covered this on the podcast. There was a few bits of casting news that was put out. And I guess I'll just, again, kind of read my little thing here that we have. The 5th is when I posted this little article. TV God reported that Stephen Collins from 7th Heaven and the first Star Trek movie, The Motionless Picture, as some refer to it, because it is pretty bad. <laughs> he will appear in the fourth episode of The Falling Skies third season. This stuff is pretty spoilerific, I feel. And so... I really don't know how much else I have to say other than I'm going to tell you how you can get in contact with me. So I can tell you what. I'm going to tell you how, how to get in contact with us. And then I will I will go ahead and put this last one up as a spoiler warning along with the name that um, Drew Roy dropped for the new Alien, by the way. All right. Well, all sorts of ways you can get in contact with the Falling Skies cast. You can email me at fallingskiescast at gmail.com. You can call into the show or you can text us at 773-35-SKIES. That's 773 Five four three seven. You can find us on Twitter as we mentioned previously, and that is twitter.com forward slash the falling skies. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash falling skies cast. We're over on Google Plus, you can find us there. And then also, I don't ever mention it, but it is still around. If you're still doing get glue, you actually can check into our podcast. We are listed there as a recording artist. Um, there's a button on the website, FallenSkiesCast.com. And uh, if you want to check out that video of Drew Roy, you can go there. It's the top article right now, as well as a brief little articles about Risk and the Aliens. And then we're going to go into our little bit of our um, spoiler section here. 
again, this is kind of a spoiler time. I'm going to be talking about characters, um, their reported names, and possible plot type details. So definitely could spoil some things depending on how accurate this information was last October. And so uh, don't want to spoil you if you don't want to hear that kind of stuff. So we're going to cut away, going to play the music, and then we're going to come back after the music and uh, talk a little bit of news. Thanks, everybody, who doesn't want to hear that stuff. We'll see you next time. I'm Jimmy in Georgia. Peace. Falling Skies cast spoilers ahead. Be forewarned. All right. Well, we're going to go back to our October 5th reporting here, and we're going to give you some some news here. All right. TV Guide reported Stephen Collins, Seventh Heaven. Um, and as I mentioned earlier before I decided to go into spoiler mode from the Star Trek The Motionless Picture, he will appear in the fourth episode of, Scott, of the Falling Skies third season as Benjamin Hathaway, who served as the President of the United States prior to the alien invasion. This character is described as a confident man exuding charisma who has been forced into combat against the aliens. Stationed in Colorado, he has been sending out sniper teams all over the nation to locate survivors. He wants to meet Tom and to see how he and the Second Mass have been winning the war against the outer space creatures. Also, back in October, Deadline was reporting a couple things. Robert Sean Leonard from House will appear in five episodes of Season 3. He will play Roger Kadar, Ph.D., an obsessive but gifted scientist who runs Charleston's power grid and lives underground with his pet rats. The children of New Charleston, intrigued by his cool science toys and unusual pets, eventually dub him the Rat King. And then also Gloria Rubin, E.R., will also appear in five episodes next season. She will play Marina Perlata, an aide to Tom Mason, who has been one of the leaders for the human resistance movements against the invading alien force. Attractive and very put-together woman, Marina is extremely intelligent, and her political knowledge and experience could prove extremely helpful to Tom. So again, those are kind of spoilerific if uh, that information is accurate. Also, speaking of spoilers, it was revealed some months ago, I don't really even remember when it was, they showed the uh, episode 301's cover page, over, I think it was on Facebook, and the episode 301 title is On Thin Ice, and that was written by the showrunner, Remy Obershaw. And then also here lately, Drew Roy, from his um, interview there with Collider, um, actually gave Doug Jones' character, the alien we saw at the end of season two, a name. And he said it was some long chupachaka or whatever, but he called him Cochise, which is the name of a Native American uh, tribal leader uh, from back in the in the 1860s or so and he was out west in the New Mexico territory and was involved with the Apache Wars and, and some other things but I don't know I just find that kind of interesting that that's the name of the guy I don't know I mean we'll see how, what that actually means so check out Wikipedia and look up Cochise if you're interested that's C-O-C-H-I-S-E but anyway that's going to wrap us up here for this week or month or whatever it may be we'll be back soon I guess and again thank you for listening thank you for checking out us on uh, Facebook and Twitter and uh, we'll see you next time peace